This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. World of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. God for Facebook. This is a this is a good way um, to communicate. Okay, I think we're ready to roll. You ready to roll, my friend? I am. Uh, uh, my wife is a little late. She missed her exit. Whatever this and that happened, but um, oh. I put on my first Bible for the kids. So <laughs> there might come a time when I gotta like handle somebody screaming and put myself on mute. But hey, uh, I apologize. This last any, minute stuff. If anybody understands that, that's me. We got three kids in this house, so anything can oh happen. But this is a child-friendly house <laughs> and program, so it's all good. Uh, dogs are Hallelujah. welcome too. Chickens and any wild beast of the field is welcome. <laughs> okay. Except cobra snakes. Good. We don't allow those. Uh, friends, welcome aboard. We're going to kick off this marathon. God bless you all. We're alive with Michael Basham. He's a professional podcaster has a heart for evangelism, and uh, we're going to get started. Uh, today is Wednesday, January 31st, 2024. Hey, Michael, welcome back, my friend. Do you want to open us in prayer? I would be honored to. Thank you, and praise God. It's just, it's been an amazing challenge to get uh, to get to the phone today. There's been so many things. So, Lord, whatever is trying to, re- trying to hinder us, Lord, we just rebuke in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the clear lines of communication and we thank you for what you're about to do in this season in this era in this very broadcast and in this broadcast of omega men with all of his brothers in jesus name thank you lord help us to have clear communication and help me to also handle my children that are also uh, a little little uh loud next door so there's a few moments where i might have to 
uh, jump off the That's microphone okay. for a few minutes as the wife is on her way here. But I think we can do it. We're going to do it. You know, the astronauts, they made it to the moon and back. I think Shoot. we can do, we can swing this. No know? worries. It's all good. Folks, welcome. Um, and at any time you need to take a break, I'll just break off into a micro story or sermon. And um, Michael, how you been since last time, my friend? Well, we had some interesting weather and kind of um, just a whole flurry of challenges living out in the countryside with the wifey and the mother-in-law and the kids and the goats and uh, freezing pipes. And, you know, as, as you probably have seen, they, they like to spray the skies. So you'll have a beautiful clear day and then suddenly it's overcast and then suddenly it's raining. And you're like, well, how did they predict the weather that it would rain so suddenly? Well, it doesn't take a lot of brain cells to figure that out. And that's just before a big giant cold front comes through. So it's the equipment dropped a nuclear bomb and all infrastructure just stopped working. Um, or an EMP probably would be better to allude to. But, um, but we survived and uh, nobody died that I know of, but uh, some people died in Tennessee. I heard there were just people weren't ready for it. A lot of elderly people got kind of stuck in their houses and maybe the power failed and they froze or this, we're talking Tennessee people dying because of a cold front. Wow. Kind of crazy. So Man. Um, that's been a challenge. Yeah. You know, we take it for granted living in civilization that, uh, that kind of stuff can't happen, you know, except you're, if you're like in the Antarctica or something, but I mean, when you, people are dying in Tennessee, God have mercy. Um, but it happens. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It happens. You don't have to be living in the street to die of cold exposure. You can be in your house and the power goes up. Um, I'm, that's why I'm, I'm a proponent for uh, propane as much as you can, can have it, uh, wherever you can have mm. it. So at least you have some kind of services when the electrical grid goes down. But uh, all these people that um, love electricity, you're screwed. What do you do when it's blackout? How are you going to cook? Exactly. How are you going to take a shower? Well, you know, everything is good. I mean, I might get an electric car at some point just for the sake of having an extra resource of of transportation and a motorcycle, of course, gas powered, oh, probably yeah. a like cruiser or something or a dirt bike. I'm getting to that point because they're uh, we're we're in a very interesting spot where we live is exactly where the tectonic plates of the continent shifted create the Smoky Mountains. It's just like ten minutes from where we live, so. You can literally see geologically the shifting of the formation and the direction of the rocks coming up from the ground, going one direction, and then like an inch away, they're going a different direction. So there's some kind of new, I don't know, crazy energetic something or other. I'm not into all that, but uh, we've had a lot of dealings with uh, witchcraft attacks, spiritual warfare. Uh, I got involved with the local politics. I'm still hearing about the repercussions of that campaign so that was really cool i appreciate your audience for praying and um just it's been it's like keeping the communication lines open brother having this show having regular contact and updates and like oh how are you doing benjamin baruch which we should probably call that guy i wonder what he's doing um how are you up what's going on with groover family you know in japan and uh how's How's Taiwan? And you get you get in touch with these different prophetic intercessors, and you begin to kind of get a finger for the pulse of stuff and uh, where things are headed. So it's you know triangulating that has been amazing. And I am going to mute myself for just a minute here. I'll be right back. Just a second. You know what you're saying is so true. Um, 
being connected is more important now, folks, than ever before. And I'm talking about being connected on podcast for the last days, like Fringe Radio Network, like uh, Strange Clock Broadcast, like Omega Man Radio. Because um, while we may use some mainstream platforms from time to time, get the message out further, we're set up for when the um, mainstream platforms are not available. As long as there's an internet, we can still podcast, even if you've got to go to a special website and download the MP3 manually. That's a beautiful part about podcasting. It's like Shear said, after the uh, nuclear war, there's cockroaches and Shear that survive. You know, after the uh, the problems that begin to happen with major social media platforms, podcasters will be the last man standing. Not to say we're, we're, we're cockroaches, right. but did you really just say that? Share, like the act, the the singer. Cher? Yeah, the, yeah. She actually said it about herself. She said, "You know, after the apocalypse, there's cockroaches." Oh, share. <laughs> <laughs> talk about unintentional comedy. Yeah, it's so funny. You know, she's been around as long. as She's older than dirt, but um, she still keeps going. <laughs> still sings like a horse. Bless her. Lord. But no, I, I love Cher. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> just saying. Especially young chair. Hallelujah. She was, she was very beautiful. Um, yeah. Well, that being said, uh, no, friendships are more important than ever. I agree with you, my brother. And with that, um, uh, it, as we're getting started tonight, for those that may not have heard mm-hmm. you before, I'm hoping we got some new people out there. Um, Michael, tell people about your ministry and your network and how they can find you and tune in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we're doing way too many things as usual. I'm doing a, a show, Spirit Wars, a.k.a. Spirit Force podcast on everything. Um, most of all the Fringe Radio Network working with the Fringe Christian community and the people that, you know, they obsess over Bigfoot and aliens, but really they want to win souls. And so that's that's some good bait to put on your lure is uh, some of that kind of talk. L.A. Marzulli and the, like, the Steve Quails, which you've interviewed as well, which is uh, one of our connections. And then my family is increasingly getting together. Don Basham ministry is coming soon. Uh, we've been meeting a lot with the cousins. You know, I just turned 40, and I'm meeting with my other cousins my age that I grew up with. And we're all coming through various life things. I just interviewed Toby. If you listen to the podcast, it's three hours long, but it was just an excellent conversation with Toby O'Neill. It's called Basham Brothers. And uh, that that kind of entails his adventures with January 6th. He confronted some of the hanky-panky going on General Flynn, of all people. Like uh, It's kind of scandal, scandalous stuff. Like Not against him, but, but just pointing out people taking advantage and hijacking um, the Trump revolution and everything. Buy my book! And, and you know, the American patriots have had it. And uh, a lot of my family have been involved with some of this kind of stuff. And so that was really good to talk to Toby on on the show. He's connected to some of the biggest talents on YouTube and TikTok in the world, and so really cool to just sit down with him and you know just just share over a glass of wine um, his life and and just and the vision for the Basham family. Of course, our uncle runs Derek Prince Ministries, so we've got a lot of the heavy spiritual warfare teaching and the the gifts of the spirit in our blood. But we, the grandchildren, you know, we're we're kind of forging our own trails. And so on my show, a lot of the time I'll talk about prophetic themes, 
end time stuff. I was a part of a very controversial missionary group, the, Ch- the Children of God, for a few years and a number of years afterwards. And uh, with with some of these missionaries around the world, learned a lot of stuff that they don't teach you in church. And um, I'm just I'm always on a journey. I'm always finding something new. The Lord might cut off stuff, prune the hedges, so to speak, or prune off some branches. And sometimes I'm standing on the branch and I get to go for a little ride and then he like starts a new adventure. And currently, like even just the last few weeks, I've been listening to, of all people, uh, Reverend, 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 Reverend Kenneth Copeland, learning about the Kenneth Copeland Ministries, which I've never really paid any attention to my entire life. Don't have time. Looks like another kind of book next to the Joyce Meyer section in the Christian bookstore. And I'm discovering a lot of revelation from that man. So it's been exciting working with uh, different intercessors and people that are, let's just say, praying for off-planet stuff, like a space program, victims and survivors and satanic ritual abuse survivors. And yet they draw their foundation from Kenneth Copeland Ministries, which I'm like, Really? I don't know. And you listen to Kenneth Copeland, and he's he's a good old boy, good old-fashioned Texan preacher in his prime and in, in the 70s and stuff. But, um, I mean, the doctrine checks out. I got to say, I haven't found a single thing he has said. The Internet, like, aiming all their guns at this guy. So that's kind of been my latest adventure is going into uh, that ministry and seeing kind of how – They've developed this uh, this giant base of just evangelism and going out into all the world, and they get criticized like nobody else. I mean, where are all the critics against Joel Osteen or T.D. Jakes or Paula White? No, they're all going after Kenneth Copeland, making fun of him because he does look kind of weird sometimes. But anyway, that's that's been an interesting experiment. I, I don't like necessarily endorse or say everything that is that you know. Michael Basham, part of Derek Prince Ministries. No, they, I, I don't represent them. That's my foundation. But God has been putting me in these different places in the world, uh, different ministries, different because um, podcasts. As uh, Shannon was saying, you know, when everything else fails and you don't even have internet, well, hopefully you have something that can download an MP3 or even a CD player that can burn a file play an analog record maybe we'll have podcasts on record someday who knows wow. <laughs> you could technically do it you know here's the latest omega man and like six analog you know phonographs <laughs> you know that would be cool it might come to that you know we might go to total analog audio someday tape recorders who knows Absolutely. but um i definitely had the chance to have a lot of boring time in between the adventures where I can just listen to podcasts and get in my spirit. And then, and I've encountered a lot of just wild miracles, too many to even share on a series of podcasts, but I love coming on your show, Shannon, because there's always something new happening day to day and it's exciting. And it kind of gets me out of the changing poopy diapers and chasing down goats and dealing with property management things and it's like, wait, no, it's the kingdom. This is real. Like this is this is what's really happening. This is what's really the most important thing. Not that everything else is important. So, what do you did you like my statement about records for yeah. podcasters? Yeah, man. Now I thought about that. That that'd be really unique. Uh, it wasn't 
too many years ago we were using cassette tapes and you know you're getting that tape of the month that was coming in yes um time is sure is flying but we may need some of that old technology again um and i'm glad you know uh, we understand it that we were raised on it it was like one guy said uh he said uh I have a uh, a child who's probably last of the analog generation. They still remember those things. Wow. But the kids today, they don't understand uh, rotary phones, touch tile phones, you know, analog mm-hmm. anything. It's all digital. You know, they're putting an iPad in the crib with them. Well, with that, I'm going to throw the mic over to you, my friend. Uh, folks, welcome. We're live with Evangelist Michael Basham. Take it away, my brother. Man, my my neurons are firing off, brother. When you when whenever you talk to Omega Man in real life, I, it feels like you're you're sitting in a room with like a high ranking intelligence officer that's just ex- every mission and operation at some point, like a signals intelligence graduated to a high level ranking um, administrator. So it's really cool just getting to um, bounce around ideas. And we can do that forever, but I do want to get to certain just little big things that have happened in the last few days. And I'm, I'm with a team of intercessors that are praying over prophetic dreams. And some of the dreams are very interesting as the news coincides. Um, the Lord showed me to get to spend a little money i mean you guys donate to me sometimes we'll get a donation and our paypal is spirit 401 gmail.com so you donate to me and maybe we send some money to the albanians maybe we send it to you know some homeless people especially the albanians know literally like we're building a fund for them as soon as we can figure out the dang money grant situation and there's another program that i'm learning how to use called actually i should probably mention this because i need to remind myself remitly remitly is is the one apparently that is the least problems but whatever anyway we have we appreciate and we're in the process of learning how to get money to certain countries i talked to my uncle dick leggett of Derek prince ministries and he said the same thing he's like it is so hard to send money to certain countries right now like for instance china we are having ridiculous trying to get the funds, whatever donations we get to certain sensitive areas. It's just the way it is. And I'm not disclosing any <laughs> loopholes that they figured out around that. Omega Man has, has brainstormed with me about things that might be possible. But, you know, we've got to be on top of this technological innovation thing. And the, the Lord showed me that this Grok AI that everybody's talking about, you might have read articles about it. Tesla AI, Elon Musk's new AI, is probably the cleanest one out there available to interact. None of them are perfect, but at least it's not lecturing you about trans politics or whatever, garbage, and it's in English. I'm guessing that Russians have their AI that doesn't that doesn't do some of that weird hanky-panky stuff. It would be interesting to find out what Russia's AI would say. I'm sure it can speak English, too. Regardless, um, the Lord is like, go ahead and get this thing. $20 a month. Is like, okay, well, it's the Lord's money and see how it works. We'll, we'll try it out. So I finally got, um, I got down to purchasing it. I was in my car yesterday and, or the day before yesterday. And I just felt this peace and this like, ooh, which the Holy Spirit will do this sometimes. You'll just suddenly feel this comforting, peaceful, honey, sweet feeling like, 
I feel like doing this right now. <laughs> it just has this wonderful feeling when you do it. And the, the presence of the Lord is sweet and wonderful. And this is one of those moments. And it's like, I'm going to go ahead and, and do this. And it was kind of creepy. I'm not recommending everybody do this. It's probably a trap, but it's like, well, now you got to show your driver's license. Oh gosh. Okay. Well, Lord, is this really okay? And then you, you know, you're, it's the internet ID, obviously, but uh, in order to interact with the uh, prototype of the AI that Elon Musk has, you basically subscribe to the $20 a month uh, Twitter X thing. So I'm doing this in an effort to start to, you can, you can join us too, without even buying it. You can start to tweet scriptures and spiritual truths and um, revelations into Twitter, into X, and just post them, whether a human sees it and engages with it or not. I mean, I'll follow you. Send me a text. I'm, I'm Searfax on there, S-E-E-R-F-A-X on Twitter, Michael Basham. Uh, I would love to follow you and interact with you, and you can there. I'm just starting to put basically just not just like copy-paste scriptures, but like, you know, I'm, I'm claiming the power of the keys of the kingdom. You know, do some declarations on there, some faith-filled declarations. And again, Dr. Uh, or Dr. Reverend Kenneth Faith Ministry, um, I'm developing my Kenneth Copeland impressions, which are going to be really useful on my podcast. I don't listen to the devil no more. He's saying, you can do it. I will tell you, if the Lord wants it to happen, and you are praying in the faith of the Lord and claiming the scriptures, you're going to see it happen. Hallelujah. <laughs> My son is even starting to copy me too. My son comes up to me and he's like, Hallelujah. <laughs> get him on the radio. So um, I lost, totally went off a tangent. But basically the, the point is we have an opportunity here to basically nurse up this new AI with the word of God and hopefully teach truth. And there's articles coming out about evil AI, which I'll talk about. But first, first of all, let me finish this miracle because I literally paid the payment, copied the license, registered, whatever. It was a very creepy feeling in a sense, but it was also like, okay, I feel God on this, you know, for, for some reason. And then at that very instant, as I was doing that, because I had the app open, which I'm usually I'm not staring at my phone all day. I'm a super busy guy. But I happened to just see this latest giant post by Elon Musk saying, we have now connected Neuralink to the first human successfully, and they are recovering well. I'm like doing a double take, like, wait, what the, the what? And on my podcast last night after that was the verse. There was silence in heaven for half an hour. And I thought about how I'm, I'm in the middle of nowhere in the mountains, in a car, alone, at a job site, literally like with a fresh, brand new, sharpened chainsaw. could talk about that later, too, because some lessons in that. But I'm about to get out there and chainsaw. And then as soon as I look at that tweet, then I get a phone call from one of the intercessors that, that we've been praying for, Elon, like crazy, who does the show Quantum Christianity with us. Really good show, really grounding scriptures 
but loves to pray, you know, interstellar prayers. <laughs> just that's that's who Anna prayers is. You know, behind the scenes, she's praying for super soldiers and people like James Rank that I met and got to pray with. And and just, you know, this wild outlandish stuff, but then even with knowledge of that still brings the word of God and salvation redemption elevates that far high above anything of conspiratorial nature it's like who cares if there's water on mars or if you went there or not let's get you healed up former super soldier victim so that's kind of what we're doing and uh, so i get on this phone call a prayer call and it's it's literally like oh my gosh you see what just happened and i just signed up for this ai thing and not that i'm condoning Neuralink, but i felt like this is a very key pivotal just a moment of let's take silence. Let's look at where we're at in the end time timeline. They're about to start releasing this AI uh, connecting to your brain interface. Don't pay any attention to, like, oh, it's just going to help the blind and oh, it's going to help the paraplegics. And imagine if Stephen Hawking was here and he could use this and he could move around, you know, the limbs of a robot, even if we couldn't heal him. Stephen Hawking could hook his brain up to the neural link interface and operate an um an optimus robot system and walk around his house and cook breakfast so there's some really interesting things coming um i'm interested in innovation and technology apple vision pro is coming out in the next 24 hours so it's amazing that we're live but at the same time as humanity is ascending in a sense to the stars we're also seeing the descent of Lucifer Satan as he gets cast out of heaven and he's going to take advantage of this technology and he's going to try to hijack it and install his own spirit, his fallen angel spirit into every idiot that's dumb enough to take his stupid mark of the beast. And um, I'm going to just mute myself for just a minute. Uh, almost here. We're in the mountains and there's construction and she took a wrong turn. <laughs> Absolutely. We're uh, we're in a little bit in daddy mode here, but I'll be right back in just a second. That's I'm listening. An interesting uh, title tonight: Ascension of Technology and Descension of Lucifer, because this is happening, folks. And um, AI is um, is going to be ubiquitous. Now, I had a, f- a friend on last week, uh, Barry McAlpin from Australia, and Gigi. And these guys are involved in a uh, a cutting-edge Christian AI take on this whole thing. And they have this AI that they call Holly. If y'all haven't heard that program last week, you want to check that out. And, you know, when I hear about AI, we, we know the nefarious uses for it. But when I heard these guys give their presentation, I thought, wow, you could also use this stuff for the Lord. Again, with, like with any of the technology, why let the enemy take it and run with it? So um, it really got me thinking. And uh, speaking of AI, after last week's program we did with uh, Barry and Gigi on their Holly prototype, I just did some quick uh, Google searches on AI, Michael, and I was amazed at how far the technology has come even since I last looked at it maybe six months ago. In fact, uh, there was the chat GPT AI everybody heard about. And then a number of uh, podcasting platforms are now offering uh, AI services that you can subscribe to. But beyond that, uh, I was interested to find out how the voice 
um, synthesizer technology to come or the recognition. And there's a number of services right now that only in the last six months have gotten up to speed. And you can take a podcast and they can dub it into a foreign language. So that's something I'm looking at right now because uh, if it's uh, strong enough to, d- to do what we-, we need it to do to translate from English into Spanish, for example, or another language, you could take your podcast, <clears throat> dub them, and then um, hit another part of the planet that does not speak English. I think that technology is pretty cool. Now, some of them are charging like $5 a minute, which I said, man, that's astronomically high. But there were some other places that uh, are not that expensive. So I was playing around with one just last week uh, that was translating into Bahasa Indonesian. And I turned up the speakers here, and I had Mama and Yosi, who works with us, uh, listen to it, and I think it was making sense to them. So uh, that's something I want to find out about uh, how we can take these podcasts in English and begin to dub them in other languages like Mr. Beast has been doing for a while. Of course, he has actual people who are major uh, voiceover artists in foreign languages. Like he's got the guy who did Batman, the cartoon series in Spanish, dubbing his English YouTube channel into Spanish. And you've always had that ability, you know, hire a person to be, a, you know, uh, to dub, but to have a computer do it and have it done in minutes? This is amazing technology, Michael. Not to mention, there's a number of transcription services that are already online, been online for a while, where you can upload an MP3 audio and they can transcribe the whole thing and uh, send you back the uh, the text transcript. I think that's pretty amazing stuff. Back to you. Amen. And I obviously, the majority of the end time focused Christian community are all just screaming their heads off. Mark of the Beast, demons. Well, I got on there and I just said, look, I'm sorry, I'm putting on a cartoon for my son. Actually, I would like to thank your audience for introducing my first Bible to me because this is this is good stuff. And it's obvious they use a little bit of AI kind of tech for this cartoon. It's just What's my it first Bible on YouTube. It's... um. They've got everything on here. The Daughters of Zalofa had. Whoever made a cartoon about that? Balaam and... Can you... These are Christian cartoons based on the Bible? Yeah. What's, what's it called? Yeah, one of your audience. Uh, my First Bible. Um, my First Bible. Cool. It's great. I, mean, I have... It's not as good as, like, the Hanna-Barbera. I mean, my favorite one is... The go-to one is The Greatest Adventures from the Bible, which my dear mother... Oh, yeah. Um bought from me when I was a kid and it changed my whole entire childhood. I would watch those over and over and over again. David and Goliath and Moses and Noah's Ark and they're just even today, they're like, wow. You know, you watch them and it's just the Bible is amazing. But um but yeah, uh so we need to have this focus. I went on the first tweet about this whole Neuralink release and of course everybody's just making fun of it and freaking out and there's not a single positive comment. So I went on there, and I, the first I've tweeted since so buying this thing is, well, what happens if somebody's got Neuralink connected to their brain and they start singing praise songs and praying in tongues and prophesying? I wonder what happens if you're an intercessor. I mean, I mean, at some point, someone is that is that person a Christian? Like, let's let's direct the conversation not to 
oh, it's so creepy, technology is so invasive, it's so gross, it's awful. You know, I was one of those guys that I didn't touch a cell phone, a smartphone, for the first um, three or four years. I managed to make it until somebody bought me one. They're like, dude, you need one of these. You're doing YouTube channel things. Just, And I was like, okay, I'll just do it for that. And it was like, wow, I can make a video. And then I can hit one button, and then it uploads it to YouTube instead of me using my camera to put it on the computer. So, yes, these cell phones are used for evil things. Um, the ability to hack your brain exists, erase memories, install bad ones. But what I'm learning to do is listening to podcasts all day about the scriptures, like your show and Quantum Christianity podcast. And I'm just getting – oh, soon coming to iTunes, by the way, to launch that. Great series on faith and patience, uh, Romans, Titus, Thessalonians 1 and 2, Timothy 1 and 2, um, just great scriptures, psalms, prayers. It's you, you got to listen to Quantum Christianity podcast. And soon to come, Strange O'Clock podcast is also moving to a more Christian-focused, The Cross Files, with excellent art, uh, thanks to my co-host there, Gerilyn Kozak doing like basically a cross instead of X. And then we, we both look like Mulder and Scully from X-Files. It's, it's going to be cool. So just using technology to brainwash your own brain, because, you know, it takes work to build your faith. It takes work to sit down, open that Bible, read it in a non-distractable location. Jesus went up into the mountain to pray. So use the technology that we have at hand for good. Do I trust Neuralink? Am I recommending anybody ever get it? No. But I'm going to turn the conversation. Each one of these things that I see people making fun of Taylor Swift, you know, I had a dream of Taylor Swift. I don't listen to Taylor Swift. I couldn't name you one Taylor Swift song. I had a dream where she was in a concert with this black guy that, like, didn't practice or rehearse, and he suddenly changed the the whole lineup of songs, and she was super frustrated, and I woke up really riveted by this dream about this concert like on stage and just feeling her emotion of how irritated like this professional performer which say what you want about taylor swift and she's pretty much a marionette for the devil right now but extremely talented performer extremely hardworking, obviously isn't on a bunch of drugs all the time and her just irritation with a very unprofessional kind of like, well, I'm like, cause I'm playing the black race card thing and I can just do what be a snot bubble. And it, he just changed in mid course on stage, changed the whole lineup of what they were going to sing and perform. And I woke up from that dream thinking, why is God giving me a very, obviously it felt Holy spirit, extreme Holy spirit on it dream. And I just started thinking, we need to start praying for Taylor Swift. I even watched one of her concerts for the first time. I've never even paid a single iota of attention to any of these pop stars. It just drive, They drive me nuts. I love to make fun of them. When I was a teacher in Taiwan, my, my high school girl students would be like, Oh, teacher, can you please play Justin Bieber? Oh, I want to play One Direction. Really? Okay, because we'll have a break. We'll play an English song. So I did this thing. I'll go on YouTube and I'll find there are these videos called shreds that make the performer look and sound terrible, but they use the original music video. So I'll take like one direction and all the girls are swooning in their seats. Like, Oh yes, he's so, he's so happy. Oh. I'm like, okay. All right. We'll, we'll listen to one song. 
and they get up on stage and they're singing out of tune, car is wrong, and the drums are offbeat, and somebody took the time to redub these videos. So that's the extent of what I know about One Direction is all of them. I've never even heard the original song. I only ever play the one for my students as a joke. They're like, no, Lisa, no, this is not the right one. Ah! I'm like, oh, oh, really? Oh, I'm sorry. I can't find the right one. Anyway, back to our books, everybody. And it would be like, I won't do it. I don't want to hurt your audience's ears. But it's, I think one song was called The Story of My Life. And you have four guys. They sound all prepubescent singing out of tune together at the same time with the beautiful music video that was created. Anyway, so that's my extent of exposure to this stuff. So to go on and to watch Taylor Swift and notice, okay, who is she? And to go on, I'm going on Twitter and every single thing I see, whatever time I have to actually do this, is just we are we are declaring that her soul is saved in Jesus' name and that she will honor the Lord Jesus Christ and bring countless multitudes to understanding of the gospel and to love God. Boom. And just, if we would start to use our words in this way, rather than, oh, Elon is just all oh, this and that, and don't stop worshiping the nerd, Elon. It's just a nerd, really hardworking nerd. Start declaring his salvation and that God will use that curious mind of his to, to begin to look into things like um, I don't know, updating the way we look at our faith. I mean, when was the last time you took communion and really thought about it? Like, what am I doing right now? I bet you if Elon got really, really heavy-duty saved, I mean, I think he's a little bit saved, but I don't think he's, like, spiritual. What would Elon do? That's terrible, but think about how would Elon look at, you know, the five-fold ministry gifts or um, the gifts of the Holy Spirit? prophecy um how would he look at prophetic dreams i mean he would probably be interested in neuralinking up somebody that's doing that and then going to the next level and then interfacing i believe that the kingdom of god is highly technological sorry if that bothers some people but the amount of encounters i've had i don't believe that ufos or angels or anything like that but i think that there's going to come a time when and it's coming very soon jesus christ is coming back and as he does, we're going to start to learn more and more about the ways of the kingdom and how it operates in its government. And God is not above using technology and just using cell phones right now for this. And it, it, I'm not into neuralinking anybody. I'm thinking about the concept of all this new technological enhancements with regard to learning the ways of God and his kingdom. And just applying that to the Bible, I'm, I'm going cold turkey, no news, except for that one Elon thing that happened that was just in my face. It was like, happened to see that. But I'm reading the Bible on my show every night. I'm going to read Revelation chapter 9 tonight. And I am getting things from the Word of God that I have never seen before. Just there's a sin of new revelation if you will read the Bible, if you will spend more time honoring the Word of God than whatever is tickling your fancy because they people found you know their itching ears found voices to tickle their fancy and you know that's that's the thing that we need discipline to kind of guard ourselves against but he will start to talk to you in prophetic dreams visions revelations 
and to to help you to target these key individual the fulcrums of the faith people like elon and taylor swift he will begin to show you how to use your mouth to stop declaring curse over yourself because we do it all the time oh it kills me you ever hear people just say these things well i'm getting older now and how much longer i have to live and you're like you you're cursing yourself and this is a discipline that goes into our lives day in and day out i'm learning how to guard my my temper sometimes you know my family god bless my grandpa but if my dad told me a story about Don Batten, he was like, you know, your grandpa, like, you would be at the stoplight and us kids be in the back, you know, in this old station wagon or whatever. Probably not that old back then, but now you think back, it's like, ooh, station wagon, that's a long time ago. And the light was red and it was taking too long. And then it was just a countdown of time. And they were looking at each other like, okay, here it comes. And then sure enough, daddy, Bashan was like, what's going on here? You know, that was his, he confessed that to being very kind of having that quick temper sometimes. But we have to watch that. I've noticed through just intaking the word more that I just steer clear of situations that'll cause me to get into a flurry like that. So I feel like the, and I would really like to talk with you on the show next time. I think we still have another nine minutes. I think we're still good. I want to get into the concept of specific topics in the word to address certain things that need healing. So I'm going to mute myself for just a second. My wife just showed up. One of my kids fell asleep in my first Bible. I'd like to thank the listener that brought that to our attention. And uh, my son managed to make a pile of cracker mess in the apartment. <laughs> But I'll be right back in just a second. Folks, welcome aboard. We're live with Michael Basham. And um, I hope the audio is holding up here tonight. There seems to be something going on on my side with my internet connection. It's super slow, my whole computer. So, praise the Lord. I can't uh, open up many browsers, but as long as the audio is coming through for you out there, that's the only important thing. Uh, Michael, welcome back. And, man, I know all about children making messes. Um, I'm just thankful my wife got here in one piece because I tried to – I was almost going to cancel, and then I was like, delay, delay, and you didn't see my message. Thank God we somehow managed to do this. But um, it feels like Apollo 13, you know. Hey, absolutely. And, uh, you know, they – Legos, they're making them smaller and smaller. Remember Legos used to be big when we were kids? Yeah. And now you go mm-hmm. out and buy Legos, and they're all these little micro pieces. I'm like, what's up with that? And um, yeah. I had to special order some Legos over the past couple of years just to get the, the big ones that the kids could play with. And uh, we've got a pretty good Lego collection now. Put them in this big plastic bin. But the kids like to dump that thing. And it's like a 1,000 pieces all over the floor, man. Boy, they can go from clean four to uh, tsunami in just a matter of moments. Yeah, yeah. So um, I just have to have patience. And, you know, there we are. Uh, Michael, uh, back to you. Take the mic and roll with it. Okay. Well, thank God. I'm thankful for um, 
the chat, Jens, yeah, Gen Z, Gen Z, Gen Z. <laughs> Thank you. Los Carlos, your name reminds me of Pastor Carlos on the TikTok. He's a Pastor Carlos. You want to get the deliverance from the demons and the, the, the curses. He's a Pastor Carlos. Let teach you. I go on TikTok way, occasionally, and there's some versions there. I was going to ask you. Are you, still on t- you still on TikTok? That's cool. Yep. Yeah. Um, recently, a little bit less than usual, but um, I, I chime in there every once in a while, and I'm putting out videos, Spirit Force or Spirit Wars on TikTok. Good for I you, think man. Facebooks. Uh, what happened with all that so much controversy mm-hmm. about TikTok where the government was trying to shut them down? It just faded away, didn't it? I know. It's just all distractions all the time. Yeah. You know, and even my my brother, cousin Toby, he's like, you know, they're just making another big, like, oh, yeah, Texas is going to succeed. Right. But they're but they're implanting that in there because this is the year of they want to start getting people to think about the, the reality is that is, there's so much that has to go into that. But listen to Brother Basham's or Basham Boy's podcast, and he gets into the history of the Civil War because he's buying land in Missouri. We might actually join him on that endeavor. It's homesteading in Missouri. Now. Really? So, never really been there. But apparently the Civil War kind of started out of Missouri, of all places, largely, with this border dispute with Kansas and Missouri. Anyway, there's some really interesting stuff in that um, in that interview. My very first, and I think his first interview on a podcast. But just, you hear things on the internet, and they just—it's a distraction. It takes all your time. And where does that energy go? Oh, aliens in Miami sounds like a great movie. That's kind of what it is. You're just watching a movie that has a bunch of people that got paid, by the way, to be like, "Well, here's what really happened." You find out a lot of those people were just paid TikTokers. And then some people run with it in their real TikTokers that want to get fused, talking about it. All the big names make a video about it. Even our, God bless them, but our dear friends, L.A. Marzulli, that we interviewed for the Crossfiles pretty soon, they all make a video about it. Timothy Alberino goes to Peru to investigate the aliens with hoverboards. And I mean, it's just, it's all, <laughs> it's out there. But it's distracting in your daily life as a spiritual warrior. Let you know, let the heathen and let the normies and let the low-level gunmen of the military of God deal with fun stuff like that. If you're going to be a high-ranking Jedi officer, like the audience that is listening to Omega Man faithfully, you need to get your ears tuned into the Word of God, at least more than those other things. Amen. So, um... That's my main message now. I mean, and then watching your words, telling you the word of God transforms you like a seed. You just got to do the hard work. You're the farmer. Play that seed into the dirt, which is your soul and your ears and your mind and your heart. And then watch what it does. And I recommend Psalm 119 daily. If you can discipline yourself to read through Psalm 19, it is like brainwashing yourself into loving the word of God. I mean, there are statements in there that if you declare, you will begin to believe that you actually really do love reading your Bible. And then you'll start to, you'll harvest the benefits of that. It's amazing. The first, first, first thing we need to do is teach ourselves to have a love of the word. And to revisit that today, it's going to be tough because there's a lot of news coming out. How many of us are reading through the book of Revelation regularly? 
I mean, the Lord is showing me to, to go ahead and, and pull the trigger on that. Read the book of Revelation. Learn those things, because now we're seeing these things come to pass. Yet, the people that are making TikToks for views and whatnot, it's obvious that they don't spend a whole lot of time in their word. And that's kind of a sad thing. Absolutely. But once you get a... Yeah, yeah, you've seen that. I mean, you've dealt... Probably you've had a few people even on your show, so have I, that are kind of... um. They're opportunists, you know, they see the opportunity and they want to get some hits and sell their book and that kind of thing. There's no greater expenditure of our time in these days than uh, to get into the Word of God. Michael, you right on target, my friend, because the enemy wants to keep us out of there. There's power in the Word of God. No wonder he wants to distract us, if he can, and get us to an everything but open in that book. Right. And that, podcasting is great because speaking it out loud is really important. Sure. Like even if you just get one person to comment or like, you connected with someone. Even if you don't, on X now, it's the AI that we're feeding, guys. Now, that's interesting. We're teaching the AI. We're teaching the AI the Bible. Michael, you got to get Barry listening. McAlpin and Gigi on. Uh, they just... They have a group, and they've created this AI. It's a Christian AI, and it's named Holly. And they said they've got this AI personality, uh, okay. which is not woke, and has been programmed with the Beatitudes. And think wow. of a think of a born again Siri. That's what Holly oh, is. Man. You oh, got to get wait to listen program. to that, and I'll talk to her. Absolutely. That was last week with yeah. Gigi. It was on Friday with Barry McAlpin and Gigi. They're both over in the Gold Coast of Australia. Okay. I've listened to them before. They're great. But I'll have to hear that episode. They've created this Holly program, and Barry is going to actually start doing podcasts with Holly as his co-host. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And uh, So, chat... Go ahead, sorry. No, go ahead. Continue. Yeah, chat GPT, you can play with it. You can get it to do role-playing and develop a personality and be like, okay, and you have to have to program it each time, what I noticed. And I did this not, I'm not sitting in my room, hunchbacked over, like, typing. This was, I was literally at a job site with a really low-brain kind of task of painting for entire days on end. So I went ahead and I got a voice-to-text, text-to-voice um, interactive AI app so I could just hit a button on the phone and then I would say what I wanted to say. It would write it out in front of me and then the AI would read back to me the response. And so I had so much fun with that. I also felt extremely lonely after each day. Like, oh, man, I just spent an entire day talking to AI and I feel so empty. <laughs> I learned a lot. But one of the things I found out you could do with it is you could play a game like okay your name is such and such and you do this and now talk to me as if i'm such and such and we're doing such and such and so you you give it that prompt every time and so what i did was i got it to be okay you just became a christian and you believe in the supernatural and you're really in god and you're a sunday school teacher named i don't know Susie, and i'm your student and you're going to talk to me as if I was five years old um, about the mysteries of God. And then be like, hi, I'm Eric, kindergarten Sunday school teacher. 
thank you. I just found out about God. I love him so much. I mean, the AI actually wrote this. And I would get it to, to tell me things with that context about the word. And it, I got it to say some of the most amazing things that I was just like, what? Hallelujah. That's crazy cool. And other times it would like kind of glitch out and, you know, GPT, it's not very good. But I want to try this kind of uh, approach with the Grok thing and see where we go. We'll see. I'll be reporting on it. They they haven't verified my driver's license yet, so they're very careful with this new release, uh, Grok AI, and um, we'll see. But I'm excited to see how we can use these tools, not just to use it to obviously preach the gospel in other languages, and that's really good. And you know, I I need to get off my butt and finish those Chinese gospel tapes and everything that we were gonna send out to North Korea and I'm sorry to China. Not forgetting that, got to get back to it. But AI, as in AI itself, because the article I was going to tell you, and I mean, this is literally a miracle that happened two days ago. I, I bought the thing. Um, I'm going to hopefully have time to use it and broadcast about it. Then I, I hear about Neuralink, first, first ever Neuralink. I mean, this is history, guys. This is big deal stuff at that same moment that I'm getting that and then i had a call from the intercessor that next moment about elon's stuff and we're praying for him and all that so i mean it was a trifecta weird three-pronged miracle moment and then i looked up oh apple vision pro is quietly being released tomorrow so guess what you're getting Neuralink, and you're getting your face shoved in some goggles that is going to supposedly replace the phone and i'm sure that the apple link is kind of like a it's a gateway into actual total brain implant interface. So you're not going to be wearing goggles forever, but it's kind of to get you used to the full experience of living in the internet. Um, it's interesting, but it's very dangerous, obviously, too. Um, it's I told that there's a technology. brain scanner on that kind of stuff, too. Huh? You know, uh, a few years ago, they had the Oculus, and um, it took me a while, but I ended, I ended up buying one of those. I had been up to a mall and they had oh. uh, they had these virtual reality games that you could play. They still have them up here at the local mall. Really? Some of them are pretty cool. Yeah, they put a uh, goggle on you, and then they you know you're in okay. the in the AI game. I mean you're in the VR wow. VR world. Some really cool stuff. They had a boxing, wow. and you know it's like you're in a ring with somebody. Some I mean, of this stuff's been around for a while, the Oculus, but uh, I can only imagine really? what the uh, the new Apple. Uh, unit looks like but uh, where I'm going with this is um, you know there's a thing called hypnotism and I'm yes. wondering if somehow these devices could hypnotize you because I mean it's fascinating oh, sure. you put those goggles on and you're in that world you're looking around and you know uh, you're in a different realm so what you mentioned that maybe they don't need goggles to put to induce that state um, right. What if it could be just like the Google Glass that they were working with? And they've got something that's uh, able to hit the retina of the eye and put you in a hypnotic mm-hmm. state. Well, we're already in that zone. You know, a smart TV is designed with just the right flicker rate to put you into a suggestible, hypnotized state. There Remember back in the 90s, those old TVs, you wouldn't be like, by the TV screen. It was what was the TV showing you. Right. That's what was interesting. Now it could be like this dang commercial about lipstick, and you're just like, "Wow, colors, bleh, 
your lips. Like, it could be about watching paint dry, but it's such high resolution. You know, ooh. The people that developed those smart TVs, they were in the developing stand in a room with one of those things. That's how dangerous they knew it was. And I always remember that whenever I'm around one, it's just like, this is evil. So sometimes uh, I think our phones hypnotize us. You're absolutely right. We're, we're state of subconsciousness. Most absolutely. Of the time. I mean, look at how hard it is to get off some of these um, Instagram reels or Facebook or YouTube reels. You know, TikTok led the, led the pack on that. You're going from one video to the next. I've seen myself do it. My wife will get trapped in it. I said, look, you told me you want to go to bed. Right. It's an hour ago that you said that, and you're still <laughs> flicking those Instagram reels. Put that phone down. Oh, yeah. Now, you know, sometimes yeah. as the kids are getting prepared for school, uh, last week I uh, you know, I took the control away from them for the longest time, but I gave it back temporarily for certain programs. But I'll turn on the TV while they're eating breakfast. And I mm. realize they don't eat. Their eyes are like glued to the TV wow. like a zombie. So I had to turn yeah. it off again. Um. Yeah, when I have a daddy day, I just don't even let them watch TV the entire day. They'll be like, "Daddy, I'm bored." I'm like, "Good, you should be bored. Now figure out something fun to do without TV." And and then they always find something to do and they play with each other. And, Reportedly, you know, TV can induce and... ADHD like symptoms and autism. I said, "Really?" Exactly. And I got to think about it. I believe it's really true. We got to be wow. careful um, because the enemy will use it, weaponize it against us. But I'm I'm curious. Uh, I'm very interested to hear more about your ventures into AI and how we can use this for the kingdom of God. I think uh, this is exciting what you're doing. Keep testing out all the programs, Michael. Report back to us and let us know uh, what you found is useful out there. Again, I'm really hip on this idea of trying to translate into some of these other foreign languages. And uh, you know, yes, you have look- a true missionary heart, Shannon, and I appreciate that. I think that's one reason God is have us interact and, and co-labor and you've definitely blessed our socks off uh, just in so many ways your audience has us too and it's well thank you to me thank you for that but um, really right now it's more of desperation just to stay out there and get some listeners I I heard a new statistic there's one million podcasts now it used to be 200,000. There's a million podcasts right. out there. Not to say they all last, but it's so That's easy to just get very dr- good point. <laughs> drowned in a world of podcasts. And then, you know, we leave all these languages on the table. Uh, you know, I looked right. on Podbean, and so I look at the statistics here a few days ago. It said about 78% okay. of the people are tuning in from America. And then of the other oh. 20-some percent, uh, all, uh, you, excuse me, UK... Australia and then Canada. And it's just like, you know, one, onesie, twosies in these other countries. The All footprint right. is so small right now for a Mega Man radio. And I'm thinking, dear God, I'm thankful for the, uh, you know, the 200 people that tune in. But 200 people out of 8 billion? Dear God, what? how do we reach those people? And then um, right. I heard a man on YouTube, he said, you know, I was doing this YouTube channel for years. And I'm getting like four or five people a day. And uh, there go my kids. And he said, then I did some documentaries and revisit some old series. You know, what happened to like Lost in Space and the robot. And he said, I'm getting hundreds of thousands of views. Uh, 
You know, really, it's just the the content many times. Um, How do you get mainstream and get a larger swath of people? I don't know. I've been contemplating this the last couple of days, so I've decided to uh, try uh, YouTube again for the ninth time. But I'm not going to put a Mega Man up there because the show's too volatile. I could, you know, mention COVID-19 and then it's over, which uh, happened a few months ago. They gave me a warning. So I said, to hell with that. I'm just doing a a YouTube channel on the Demon Hotline. Just doing live exorcism. That'll draw Mm. in some people. Plus, that'll hit the devil hard. You know, we haven't done much deliverance over here in a while. I was thinking, you know, the most important thing I can do personally is get back to uh, taking open lines and casting out demons and reading God's Word. Leave the rest to other people. So, um, that's what I'm going to focus on. Those two things. Of course, having the guest on, as we've been doing, four or five shows a night. But that thing's not growing, I'll be honest with you. And while I love having guests, you know, it's like um, remain in stagnation or find a way to, to get to some other listenership out there to keep this program alive. Right. And so, uh, as you mentioned before, right. there's nothing more important than the Word of God. And, uh, of course, when you read the Word, sadly, not many people come out for that. But we could do a... Uh, an end time show and scare the hell out of people and you can get a lot of people back but you know I never felt good after get, that get Benjamin Baruch on he, these these key guests bring their audience with them get bring Medic on well now you know what um, that's a very good point cross pollination you know I've heard this term praying Medic do? uh, I don't know him who was praying Medic never heard of them other than by he, my name he's just a very famous um, very very keen very uh, good at social media I'm going to try that. You're doing a fantastic job at cross-pollination and bringing on a lot of guests. That's definitely something anybody can benefit from to do that. But even to get outside of just the um, the patriot community or the Christian community, which seems to be small, how do we get to the mainstream? How do we, how do we get to those 7 billion people? I think it's locked up in the right. language barrier. You know what? I mean, it's like virgin territory. Imagine doing your program for the first time, and now the whole Latin American world could potentially tune in. Um, I know I'm running out of time, but over here in Bali, Indonesia, uh, not that many people have computers as we do in America, but everybody has a phone. And people ask me all the time, what are you doing? I said, I'm a podcaster. They're they're like, what's podcasting? You mean YouTube? I said, no, I'm not a YouTuber. I don't do video. I'm just doing podcasting. Internet radio. But you should, you should, you did have a YouTube channel with God knows how many millions of views. No, no, I, I never got that big. No, man, it took me 10 years really? just to get 30,000 subscribers. and then. Uh, uh, That's a lot. Dude, 10 it, years, it doesn't matter. That top people like, yeah, I have a YouTube channel with 30,000 subscribers. That's going to turn some heads Well, if they're no, those kind of people that don't really know anything else. Well, I mean, I'm just trying to explain the technology. They didn't understand what a podcast was. Right. They understand right. YouTube. Yeah, right. I said iTunes. You know what iTunes is? Oh, <clears throat> Spotify. I said, I'm just audio. It's like a radio station, right. but just audio, no video. But where I'm going with that is they all have those phones. So anything you can build that has an app with it. Uh, right. sad, sadly, people don't sit behind a computer like, you know, I'm the, the generation that, like I said, I didn't adopt a smartphone until much later. I was still using a flip phone. And even now, I don't prefer to use my, my smartphone for much other than some specific apps. I prefer to uh, get on the computer, you know, wow. and go to a website. You listen to podcasts on 
You know, I'm I've got an MP3 player. I prefer having a standalone MP3 player. You can buy them for thirty bucks and then get a twenty dollar SD card and it has a hundred gigabytes on it. Oh well, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but I mean, you know, even that hundred uh, gigabytes. People are phasing that out and they just putting everything into a phone. So I just got to get up to speed and realize it's a mobile phone world now. Most people are getting their contents on apps, so you know if you want to stay relevant, then you've got to um, go to where the people are and the devices are, and you know so build everything for a phone. Well, I do want to thank you, Shannon. You did you did lead me to YouTube Shorts, and I went ahead and I uploaded a few, and I got oh. one with like ten thousand views. I'm like, what the heck was it? Why? And it was for my goofy little oddball. I'm on a job site. Somebody gave me one of those busts of deer. And so I stuck it in the mountaineer Jeep thing that we have. So it looks like it's driving it. And you can't really see it's just the head. And I just say in like five seconds, I'm like, this is the story of my life right now. And then I pan over and it's engines running and there's a deer sticking its head out of the driver's side and, and saying, time to explain, get in the car. I'll explain on the way. And that's it. And it got 10,000 views. Hey man, it's, it's all about shorts. It's all about shorts. shorts. Instagram, yes, Facebook right. Reels, YouTube Shorts. You were right. In fact, yeah. um, I'm going to build a commercial, hopefully in a few days, and I'm going to test out the shorts to promote the podcast. Okay. So um, oh, okay. that's where it's all at, man. I want to thank you for oh, coming on tonight. Thank you for your encouragement for people to get in the Word like never before. That's the key, folks. Get in the Word. Push the distractions aside. And let's get... Uh, that sword of the spirit sharpened up uh, as we're closing Amen. Michael give out your uh, website again where people can tune in and also how can they support your ministry thank you so much um, and I want to thank everybody that's, that's already helped us and uh, we're just rolling forward so Basham Ministries uh, <laughs> transforming faithbucks.com is my, my website and currently mainly we use paypal spiritforce01 at gmail.com I thank you guys. I praise the Lord for this this opportunity to be able to talk to you again. Every single time is absolutely precious, and these are very, very important times. If you're if you're having trouble reading the Word, please visit Quantum Christianity Podcast. Uh, soon to be the Cross Files Wars and Spirit Force Podcast, Fringe Radio Network. We're just we're doing all this stuff, and, um, and let's start interacting on Twitter as well as uh, that's going to be a fun little project scriptures every day uh, Twitter handle is Seer Facts or Michael Basham so thank you so much Shannon and we'll be, we'll be in touch Michael keep up, the the, good, keep up the work brother you're on the cutting edge love you brother God bless you and I'll see you soon love you too brother alright hallelujah okay bye bye folks that was Michael Basham okay let me save this program we'll be right back Evangelist Lena and special guest Mark Shine coming up next. <laughs> 